My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men episode number 77. And today, oh, 77 is a great number. That's a pretty great number. Almost the Lord's number. Almost. One and rough. you just informed me that it is. It's Luca's number. Maybe the greatest map. Well, sorry, Dirk. Dirk's the greatest map of all time. The potential to dethrone Dirk is there. Yeah. Luca. The hope is there. Number 77. Even though Dirk's always going to be the GOAT. Uh, but yeah, Jared and I just talked a little bit about... Uh, how do you want to transition this? Because that's all we talked about on the podcast. No. Eh. It's we, a transition. We just had some great transitions that led into some other great things that we talked about. Which then led us back into transitioning to talk about transitions. Oh, yeah. Either way, yeah, right. it was a great one. We talked about targeting and marketing, and we talked about beer, and it's a fun podcast. Yeah. So we would love it if you would take a few seconds to hit subscribe, leave us some feedback, and let's go. Just some old heads from out of space like we come from a whole other time and place. Mad men. Mad, mad men. Hey, buddy. What's up, man? What are you doing? Oh, nothing. How you doing today? I'm pretty good. Your eyes seem jacked up. Yeah, I've been trying to wear my contacts again, and they aren't really uh, doing too well right now. My eyes, my eyes feel like the Sahara Desert right now. Why, why we're, why'd you switch? You were looking great in your glasses. So I, uh, my, my glasses tend to slip off my face when I'm working outside, especially... Uh, <laughs> Especially nowadays in Texas when it's super hot and I That's start That's the sweating. nerdiest thing I've ever heard you say. Whoops, there go, whoopsies. <laughs> there goes my glasses. I'll probably work outside and all of a sudden my glasses are off my face. I don't even know what happened. And then I can like wipe the sweat off my face and like get everything fixed. And then, Whoops. And then a minute later I'll be drenched in sweat again and my glasses will slip, slip off my face. It's probably it's probably more of a problem aye, aye, aye. that I don't have the correct size glasses, but... But yeah, that's why I'm working. Or it's a problem that you don't have rec specs. I used to, but you did, and they were great. And you're also one of the best basketball players ever when you wore them. I can kind of picture myself perfectly back working back in our backyard with some rec specs on. Think about the think about the benefits, right? They're not mm-hmm. falling off your face. Mm-hmm. If you were weed eating, perfectly safe. If uh, someone was fishing near you, the hook hits you, just going to bounce off. You don't have to worry about ripping them off. Hopefully I'm not fishing with somebody that's that much of an amateur is going to hook me in the eyeball. <laughs> you you fish with a lot of people that are definitely capable of hooking you in the eye. I don't know. For sure. Braden Wood? Are you one of them? No. Have you, you've seen me cast. I can hit a penny from 50 yards away. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that you're, you're like backstroke part of it. I don't even have it. There's no backstroke to my... Oh, I just, just got like this. It's all wrist. wrist. <laughs> a lot of benefits to rec specs, man. I think you should consider it. I did consider it as a child. No, no, I know, but you're an adult now. And you and should I, still consider it. And I got made fun of, mainly by you, <laughs> no, when no, we were seven no, you years didn't. old. No, you, I did not. I was not a bully. Mm. I may have had little man syndrome at that point. No. But I definitely didn't bully you. No, you bullied me. No. Yeah. I did not. Well, well, you look great without your glasses. Well, thank you. I don't feel great. I'm also glad that you have this podcast called The Good, but I'm also glad that I, we still have Modern Mad Men, so I can still roast ya. Dang, that tongue roll. Like that roast That tongue roll. Yeah. Where'd that come from? The Lord. The Lord just rolled the Lord your gave tongue. gave it to me. Just told you to roll your tongue. Or you like starting speaking tongues or something? That's and a spiritual, then you just, spiritual gift. Just, just, okay. Yeah. Just every once in a while, I just... So, that's, that's, a, that's a strange spiritual gift. Yeah, I got a lot of them. How do, how do you serve people with that gift? I just served you. No, Put a little smirk on your face. You that smiled. Didn't, that didn't really add anything to my life. Yeah, you smiled. That no. moment of joy. No, that's just Lord. that's just like confusion. Like, why? 
This dude just rolled his tongue saying that. Yeah, I don't know. Had a little inflection. Well, it was stupid. (laughs) Thanks. I I was proud of it. I thought about that all day today, prepared for that moment. Did you? Yeah. Well, you performed it well. Just just wasn't good timing. Did you listen to my podcast I just did with Tyler? I listened to some of it. I never know, just as a confession, when somebody has the name uh, doctor, I never know if you're supposed to say that or not to them. Like, do I say his name is Tyler Chaplin? Do I call him Dr. Tyler Chaplin? Do I call him Mr. Chaplin? He said on there, call him Tyler. But before that, I had no idea. And I get really, really nervous. I don't know. Because they, they kind of earn that title. For sure. By going, in, by going to the extra, by the extra like, schooling. Um, but a lot of people are just humble. They just want to be like, hey, just call me by my first name. I also wouldn't want someone to just walk around and call me. What's up, Doc? Yeah, Dr. Chaplin or whatever. Dr. Maybe I would. Draper. Dr. Draper's would be pretty cool. I'd probably do that, actually. He's Dr. more humble than Dr. I am. Draper. So, But it was a great podcast. You, you try to get me to call you Mr. Draper all the time. Yeah. that's. But like you said, that's a name that you earned, and I earned it. Well. It's a name I earned. I don't call you that. Sometimes you do. No. When you get real impressed about an idea I have, you're like, hey, hey what's up, Mr. Draper? Mr. Draper. It was a great podcast, though. He was. He's got, I think, beautiful um, thoughts and ideas on how schools should work. No. And it made me feel better about the education system. Well, good. Because I've been a hater on it. That's good. I think I think people need more uh, need to hear more conversations that give them hope about the education system. Because yeah. I, I think a lot of people are either upset with it or don't believe in it, mm-hmm. and are ready to try to find alternative methods. And yep, it still serves a purpose. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's just a lot of like regulations and stuff within like state government and just within like different school districts that is, are not the best. Yeah, for sure. So it's it's super refreshing to hear conversations where that give you hope about the education system. Especially for especially for you since you just had a daughter, but have a son. We gotta start thinking about stuff like that. And that's weird. Yeah. It's weird not to think about it from my perspective. Yeah. But I was also thinking while he was talking to me, it was kinda like queuing some stuff up in me where I think the most that I learned from school, which I, I think no matter what the state says or what the system does is beneficial, is that the people that invested in me, the coaches, mm-hmm. the principals, like that kind of stuff, I think you could never replace. And those people, a lot of those people broke outside of, I don't want to say they broke the rules, but they broke outside of what the structure was to like chase me down. And I, I feel like that's why most educators get, in, get into like teaching. That's like why they want to teach us to be able to invest in kids. Yeah. And it's it's kind of hindered by all the policies and regulations nowadays. Yeah. So I don't he ta- know. He talked there's, about the star th- test. There's did he? Wait, yeah. is it called star? Uh, yeah, I think it's called star now. It was it was what tax? It was tax in school. There, yeah. He got into that. What do you say about that? He got to listen to the podcast. Okay, I'm just kidding. Um, I think he was. I think he was. Uh, did a good job wording it, but he just said that uh, not that that can't be a tool. But that's no way that should define somebody. Yeah, that should. There's no way that they should spend all year and let that define somebody. Yeah, because I told him my story. Like I feel like an idiot. I never failed one, but I never was getting the honors other people were getting. And I hate. First off, you're smirking. No, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get some some tears in my eyes. You're struggling. <laughs> that's like I don't you know. just made fun of me. That was a bully move. What? I was a bully. You bullied me there. How? I was getting real deep into my feelings about being stupid, and you started laughing. Well, you just bullied my eyeballs. Again, well, fix them. This is a twenty-two year thing we'll that's been going on. <laughs> you know, well, ever since Rexpex. Yeah, when I was seven. Yeah, she, 
I don't know if I was that young. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, great podcast though. But yeah, I think people should listen to it. I'm, I'm, about, I'm about to transition this. You ready for this? Uh, first off, you doing a transition makes me excited. So you're like talking about the stars test and like how like numbers basically define the student success with the star test and everything and how um, that probably isn't necessarily the best um, thing to determine a student success because a lot of students are different at or good at different things and maybe it's not being like book smart so they might not necessarily score well yep on the test and i think a lot of people like with marketing strategies let's go (laughs) ready for this they're like just um they're they're kind of what is it what is it called aim no fire aim shoot shoot aim fire that way i don't i don't know um but they'll like just create ads or campaigns without a goal in mind yeah and they'll see the good numbers back oh we're killing it yep so that they might not be getting customers or making sales or anything but their numbers look great that's a great point it takes a it takes a uh more than just like haphazardly setting up a campaign like it's it's pretty easy to get uh, pretty big numbers on just like a general reach campaign Mm -hmm. but just those high numbers probably aren't going to like be a good indication of how successful the actual campaign is for sure because you gotta you gotta think about the goal who you're targeting and stuff like that yep um if you're targeting if you're, you're targeting everybody yeah, obviously you're going to have some yeah. pretty some pretty big numbers. Yeah, it's, it's probably not going to be successful. Yep. So, just for just to tie in a little bit of marketing. First off, that was a great transition. First right? off, extremely good transition. That was great. You're and I'm, this I'm is proud the seventy seventh episode, and that's your best transition. I know by far, and honestly, it might be the best transition on the whole show up here. I, th- I think it was. So good for you. Uh, I've, I've hosted two of my own podcasts, and look at me now. Yeah. Now you're locked. Now I'm just just constantly thinking of transitions in oh, life. Yeah. When I'm like eight to five, when I'm in there in the office, I'm just constantly trying to think of transitions. <laughs> just like, are you just starting to do it like a normal conversation? Yeah. Are you transitioning like at dinner, like with Emily? Like she says something, you're like, oh, which transition? Which probably isn't the best because then I'm not actually listening. I'm just thinking of transitions. Yeah, it's probably not great, but that was that that training got you ready for that moment. Yeah, and you hit it out of the park. It, it works kind of well with podcasts. Not really with our podcast because <laughs> our podcast is conversational. So if I'm trying to think of transitions. And I'm not listening to you. I'm just thinking of transitions. Yeah. Is that what you do to me? You just think of transitions and you don't even no, listen no, no. to me? I I don't even think until the last second and I just start talking. So I'm not as smart. You came with something, I just start talking. So you're just um I do think that is a good point because I think if somebody if somebody came to us, a massive client, and just said, We want to reach fifty million people, mm-hmm. can y'all do it? Yeah. One hundred percent. For sure. No doubt. Even within a, like a fairly reason eh, a pretty good size budget but pretty reasonable like mm-hmm. guaranteed like when we want you to guarantee that you can reach 50 million people done yeah but that doesn't mean anything yeah like how many people how, how much of a bummer that would be to reach 50 million people and sell nothing else yeah you're just, you're just wasting money on 50 million people yeah. yeah i think a lot of people would have the wrong wrong target in mind mm-hmm. i think especially too because it still feels good to get likes you know it still feels good to see that number, that reach number, or to see your charts trending up. I think it still feels good. I think people also genuinely don't believe. I think I believe this. 
this might be a reach, but I think people genuinely don't believe that their marketing efforts a lot of times land them business. Mm-hmm. I think that lack of belief, they just try to range it by like, oh, these things are working, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Versus reverse engineering the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why like Facebook contests and Instagram contests are so popular because people want the, want the light numbers and yep. stuff. But I know we've talked about this before on the podcast, um, but everybody wants a free gift card. Yeah. So they're going to, they're going to participate in your contest and you're going to get likes from that contest, but they probably aren't people that are actually interested in your business. Yep. So yeah, your, your numbers might look good, but like your total amount of likes compared to people who are actually like interested in your business. Yep. It's pretty skewed. Yep. Like that ratio is going to be way off, but people just a lot of times just care about the numbers. Uh, my favorite contests are when people do like in shares for like a hundred dollar visa gift card. Yeah, they literally aren't even going to spend it your business. It has nothing to do with your business. And yeah, I know your business got reached, but not great. I think there's a benefit to giveaways in the right instance. Yeah. We ran a gun giveaway a few years ago. That was probably a, a gun company. It was. And it reached 1.2 yeah. million. So you know, grew, so, grew from grew the page like 60,000 likes. And then the company shut down because they sold every gun they had. Yeah. Not because of that contest. Because we did it too good. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's probably why, but we'll take credit for it. Yeah. Man, I'm locked up right now. I'm still locked up. That's why I can't even think of anything to say right I'm now. I'm just super locked up because yeah. you did, you've hosted two episodes of your podcast. And which I want to apologize to you. I don't mean sometimes I say Modern Mad Men's my podcast and it's not. So I, I, think, I think I always say the good is my podcast. Yeah, but you're hosting it. I can't. I, I guess I can't say I always say that because it's only been it's only existed for like two weeks. Yeah, but it's dope. It's all right. I'm not. I'm not satisfied with it yet. Good. You shouldn't be. I probably won't ever. That's how we get better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud of. I'm proud of you for doing it though. But I'm not paying attention to the numbers because the numbers are super low right now. I honestly have never logged in and looked. Well, you know why? I guess it is my podcast then. Because this journey for me is not supported by other people's thoughts and opinions yet right now it's about me mm. and then once i'm so good at finding the good and then i'm gonna go on a world tour i'm gonna hijack your podcast <laughs> i'm on a world tour writing a uh, book that sounds pretty par <laughs> par for the course there oh i've had a bunch of good ideas and i've taken in, all of them in my easy. life no not, not you other people that's, never mind yeah no that's for sure true i'm not i'm, I'm not gonna mention my latest i've i've told you and some other people my idea. I think you and I can take over idea. the world by you coming up with some ideas and me helping you execute them. So I think you just need people with you to execute them. My ideas are always in like two industries though. Yeah. And those industries are both pretty satur- saturated. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. No, no, no. I can't no, no, no. transition back. I can't even think and talk right now because I'm just still just marveling at my transition that it I was made very earlier. Good. We should do a whole episode of this of just transitions. Yeah. Just transition after transition. Are you drinking a Houston Astros beer? Okay. I'm glad you brought that up. If you're watching the video, um, oh, I am. Crawford Bach? Yeah. So a little fun fact I learned from my good buddy, our good buddy, Josh Ritchie. Uh-huh. He brought this to me, partly as a joke, because I'm not the biggest Houston Astros fan. Neither are you. But he told me that Carbach, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to butcher this story, but they left Houston 
or something happened and the city of Houston did not like them. Is what um, I heard. And uh, and so they started just slapping the Houston Astros logo on cans and started selling in Houston. <laughs> what? I don't. I think that I'm not telling that story completely correct. I think that this was a marketing move, though. Um, but he got like a. I don't know if these are limited time or whatever. But he got a couple of these and saved me mm-hmm. one. Here's a fun fact. This is also probably supposed to be something I'm supposed to keep on my desk. <laughs> well, it's like a souvenir, I mean, and I'm you drinking. Still have, you still have the can. Just don't crinkle it up. Now, first off, crush it. I will crush this thing. Okay, yeah, and please toss crush it. it in the dumpster. Over yeah. Me. Thanks, Josh. Here's a little fun fact. I think it's I think it's Blue Moon, but apparently, like the best Blue Moon brewery is inside of Coorsfield. Is it is it Blue Moon? I don't know if it's Blue Moon. Some some beer. I, f- I feel like it's Blue Moon, but apparently, like they're they make they make their best beer in a brewery that they have inside of Coorsfield, which is the Colorado Rockies uh, baseball field. Hopefully, I didn't just make that completely up. You might want to fact check. So I'm, I'm trying to remember something that I learned. Shoot, it's probably two days ago. Two is probably two days ago. But yeah, that's kind of interesting. If that's true. I just Googled Coorsfield Blue Moon and auto-corrected to Coorsfield uh, Blue Moon, so I must be go. right. Nailed it. Five things you didn't know about the Sandlot Brewery at Coorsfield. So I guess they, they brew at the Sandlot Brewery, and it's really good Blue Moon. A little fun fact. What are the odds of that? I don't know. This is a whole episode just on beer and transitions. Yeah, and transitions. There's your name, Beer and Transitions. Is that a new podcast? Don't tell people. Oh, shit. See? The ideas. I should always give away my ideas. Now somebody's going to come out with that podcast. When are you going to release this episode? Um, Maybe either over the weekend or Monday. What do you think? I don't know. Dang. You need to put some WD-40 no, on that thing. That. Good gosh. Like a mic arm. I, uh, if you're listening to this and it's the weekend, you need to go to subscribe, subscribe to The Good. Because the new podcast comes out on Monday. The way you say subscribe is the way I say tentatively. Yeah, that's true. I lock up and I say it. I think I have to just say it fast. Like, hey, take the time to subscribe. Still do it. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. But yeah, you should go look up The Good on any platform. It's got a thumb on it. And it says says The Good. Yeah, it says The Good. Yeah. It's the only podcast named the, the, The Good. Yeah. I'm still waiting for your transition to match mine during this episode. What do you mean? I'm waiting for you to transition into something. Well, that, I, I think that well, just how good my transition was. I, I don't know, man. I just think I think sometimes nah, I'm not gonna do it. Can't do it, man. I'm not as good as you. Because you don't want to show me up, or because you don't no, have no, anything. No. You're better than me at it. Oh, yeah, you're better. You're you're the host now. I'm trying to think of something else I can transition into. Well, when you first off, the only mistake you made in your transition, can I give you some feedback? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is you said I'm gonna transition. Yeah, because I had to, I had to let the people know. Not, well, you just got to transition. When your transition is so good, you got to let people know that you just thought of, of uh, transition and it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. And you just thought of it. And it's phenomenal. So they can just ride it out with you. And we only talked about it for like two minutes. <laughs> That's how good it was. Oh, I just like that you transitioned like early in the podcast. And I think I think if we go back and listen to the tape, I think you interrupted me. That's because... That's all I was thinking about the first five minutes of the podcast. Like, how can I transition this? Because we were trying to think of something to talk about and... We just started. I was like, man, my hosting skills are kicking in. So yeah. I'm, just, I'm just thinking of transitions. Are you dissatisfied with my hosting skills? No, you're a great host. You're a way better host than I am. No, that's not true. Yeah, it is. See, you see that? After, that's, after, that's how you. After, after uh, I, first off, 
fish for confidence. I don't. Yeah, you never surprise me by those because I just it's not I it's not that I fall into them. I sh, it's that I sh, am tired of. I don't know. But yeah, no, you're you're a great host. You you basically have to like keep me on track during the good episodes. Like I always forget the order of things, and you always have to remind me. I, I, forgot, think, I, I, I think I'm just like talking more than you. I forgot the order of things, like the f- the first five minutes of the last episode. Oh yeah. And then no, you I, did great though. And then I start trying to think of it while I'm talking. Yeah, that's right. where you can't do that. And then yeah, you got to sell out. I just start sounding like an idiot. You got to just you got to just sell it? out. And yeah, I think the key is just being in the moment. Like just doing this podcast, coming out of this one with Tyler. I like did not. I literally was not thinking about what I was going to ask him at all. And then he would stop talking. I'd be like, uh-oh. uh oh. So I would just start talking. Yeah. Because I would really, and I would usually try to feed off what he was like talking about, but I'm I'm really bad in normal conversation. Someone's talking, I'm like, oh, what am I gonna say after this? And then they stop talking. I'm like, I literally know what you said to some degree, but I didn't listen. Yeah, not good. It's not a very loving tactic. Yeah, it's kind of hard to listen sometimes, though. It is hard to listen. It's really hard to set up social listening as well. Because sometimes you're, sp- you're supposed to announce your transition. No, no, you just transition. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Social listening. We did just uh, dive into this a little deeper. In what way? Like, uh, we just bought some software. Oh, yeah. On social listening. Yep. A little deeper to get yeah. into kind of what that looks like. Yeah. Yep. I do think uh, now that we've awkwardly transitioned to this part, um, I do think that my tip for people if they're listening to this podcast, because I've been thinking about this a lot this week, is that people with social media and their tactic. Um, should do a much better job of putting inside of their campaign or their vision or direction time to like not only monitor, but like actually listen to the feedback from people. Mm-hmm. They get, I see we just too many people get bad reviews and just brush it off. Yeah. And it's that's free feedback. I don't care that you're mad that they didn't call you and that you're mad they left it on Facebook. But it's free feedback. Use it as a chance to like turn it around yeah. and get better. Well, I, th- I think I think when people launch launch campaigns, uh, not not every campaign. Like I'm sure when Nike launched like their Colin Kaepernick campaign and when Gillette did their campaign, they were like expecting some negative feedback. But I feel like a lot of people like come up with these great campaign ideas and they don't like even think of like some of the negative stuff people might say about it. Yeah. So they don't even like plan for that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, even good and bad. I mean, taking that information, sharing it with your team and like looking at it and listening. Like, what are people saying? Are they sharing your content? When they share it, what do they say? I think you can learn a lot from people mm-hmm. and also can help you dictate what your future campaigns look like. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I mean, we've, we've done that numerous times, even with this podcast. It's like trying to figure out like what's working, what's not. I mean, you're doing that right now with the good, like what's working, what's not, trying to get feedback and then moving forward. But a lot of people just like put stuff out and then just move on. Yeah. And don't take any time to like, like you were saying earlier, like they just look at certain numbers and they have certain targets um, that don't, shouldn't define what the campaign looks like. Mm-hmm. And that is how you bring all of it together at once. There it is. That's how you just wrap it up. The ultimate transitioner. Yeah. I'm the, I'm like, a, I just turned that thing into a present. It's I like wrapped your, it up, put a bow on it. It's like, it's like your Mortal Kombat name. What? The ultimate transitioner. The ultimate transitioner. No, it's not Mortal Kombat. I don't know what that is. I don't know. It's definitely not Black Mirror episode one on season three or four or five, whatever it is. Six. Is that why you, you and Breed have been playing 2K? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Glad you brought 2K up, though. 
I think that's the future of marketing. Like oh, yeah? legitimately. You've, you've talked about this before. Like it, legit. It, it makes sense. That's that's one of your like future things that actually makes sense to me. Dude. Okay. So if you're listening and you don't care about video games, this will, this I will tie this in. On NBA 2K, you create a player, you make it to a team, and then you have like a city and you have to run around. You can go get tattoos. You can go like buy accessories, real dumb stuff. You can go play like against your friends out on the outdoor courts or you can play your season or whatever. But while you're running around, there's all these billboards. And I know that like Gatorade paid for that billboard, like legitimately, because they're a huge sponsor in the game. Or maybe that's just a sponsor with the NBA that carries over. But I think because that my Xbox knows that I'm in Wichita Falls, the same way that our devices know, mm-hmm. I think that being able to do local marketing at that scale will be massive. A lot of people play games. I mean, and that demographic's only going to rise. Look at Twitch. Yeah. Why are you playing Twitch? And that's what, like, I was like, I was literally thinking about this while Tyler was talking on the on the last podcast because he was talking about like, if we're preparing an eighth grader right now for today's like for today's uh, marketplace, it's not even going to be the same when they graduate. Yeah, it's going to be totally different. So we have to prepare them for five years down the road. And so I think that people need to start now thinking about if if Twitch is killing, if they're literally arenas. For gamers, I think it's going to happen. Yeah, I think it's at the point where people are going to log in. They're going to build. A, you're going to build a market to them that way. That's crazy to me. It's that a, gets me amped. It's a great idea, though. I know I'm, I need to sell it to 2K. That would work for sure. But it, it can't be that hard, though. You throw banner ads up and stuff like that. There's no. You're already connected. You cannot play 2K would, if you're not on the internet. So would would uh, different people playing the same game see different ads? Hundred percent. Because you, um, I don't know how they would get the data. I'm sure they could just have the data automatically. Um, but there's ways that they could, they could acquire that pretty easily through Microsoft account or, or whatever, and or PlayStation or whatever, and be able to feed that in. So would it like bring in their browsing history on their computer or their phone or something, and you can target their interests and stuff? Or would it just be like a location-based? Both. Both? Yeah, I think it'd be very similar uh, to the way that YouTube ads work. You're, it's location-based, but it's also pulling in a lot of other data. Um, I mean, I think it's going to be the same way with VR headsets. I think people are going to put on VR headsets and they're going to watch a movie or whatever or they're going to watch a game with their friends. And I think you'll be able to look around your living room and there'll be ads in your living room for local businesses, for sure. Like, no doubt. I think you'll be able to look at, like, at your fridge at some point it'll be a grocery store and you'll be able to order and all that like no doubt what's today the 11th yeah 12th, by 11th? Tw- by 2030 that's gonna be going down 2030 for sure so 11 years for sure well, write it down i mean I, I guess we've i guess i verbalized it, so it's already out there but yeah i wrote it down in my brain i think it's gonna happen i think that's the interesting thing i think people need to i know that you hate when i talk about the future stuff yeah you just locked me up but I do think that it's important for people to not to realize that like the your marketing plan now is going to be dead in five years. That Jared also just scrolled up on notifications on Apple Watch with his nose. You never do that. Literally never done it in my life. You just snotted all over your thing. Not, it's not on it. Oh yeah, it's 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 wet. Look at it. It's got a smear on it. No. You just used your nose to check your ESPN. Were you that bored? No. Sometimes 
my hands are occupied. <laughs> but sometimes your hands are occupied, and you gotta you gotta your use... other hands free. Yeah, but then I would have been like, how to reach around? You literally just did it. I don't know. That's harder than just going. This podcast is a little off the rails, man. Yeah, too many transitions. Too many transitions. What do you think? Okay. Don't ask me about the future because I we got to go. No, that's what we're talking about. So we're not going to do a word of wisdom today. We got to go because you got to run. I got to run. What? What's a future prediction you have for marketing? Come on, bro. You know I'm not good at this. I know, but what? Just think about something that you currently do, especially in the digital space, or that could be replaced by the digital space. And let's brainstorm. What do I do? Lately, I've just been doing house stuff. Okay. Working out in okay. the backyard. Let's start with that. Okay. So how can the, how, how is this going to change? I don't know. So when you're working, right now you're building a fence. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have all the materials already? I mean, I had to go buy them. Where'd you before? Had, had, I guess you just go there because you already know what you need. I think that, I really do think that's a future change as well. I think that it'll get to a point where that stuff's delivered a lot easier. Like you'll be able to just check the stuff off and they bring it. You, have, you haven't learned yet that I'm not very good at talking about the future. Yeah, but I think I, you've got to be. I can keep up with like future trends, but I'm not very good at like projecting the future. No, but I think that's a good thing in some ways because I think that me living in the clouds is cool. I mean, it's probably not cool, but I think the real thing is not like our job isn't to predict the future. It's to react to the present. Yeah. Write that down. Put that on a shirt. That's me. A dumb Put shirt. that on a shirt. What'd I say? I, I don't know. <laughs> Something about n- not projecting the future. Predicting. And predicting the future and reacting to the reacting present. Reacting to the present. Yeah. Remember that. You have to predict the future. You just got to react to the present. So I'm just reacting to the present. Yeah. See, you're great. You're predicting the future. No, probably not. I'm just saying things that could happen in the future. But yeah. if I get one of them, I'll be happy. Yeah, but I think everything's going to change to that to that manner. I think the I think baby stuff. I think how we order stuff will all be just one click. I have to be careful with my Alexa because I'll say something and it'll be like, oh, "Would you like to order?" And it's like, "I got to do is say yes," and then you have it. Yeah. So I don't know. I got locked up yesterday watching in the uh, Tesla uh, autonomous car driving. The what? Oh, the autonomous. Okay, yeah. That self-driving car. Yeah. It locked me up watching it take U-turns and all that. Yeah, that's that's kind of nuts. All right, man. Sorry, sorry I can't provide anything to the conversation about the future. You let me down. Yeah, I know. But you should know that. Because if we, like... But I we, believe in you. We should talk about the future a lot, and it just always it just always locked me down. But I believe in you. Well, thank you. You probably shouldn't believe in me when we're talking when you're asking me to make predictions about the future, though. I believe in current you and future you. Well, I'm just reacting to the current me. Yeah, that's great. And the current you. I was just asking for you to take a step out. Well, think about the future. You didn't. That's fine. We'll deal with it tomorrow on the good. <laughs> what are you gonna do whenever I go off on a big rant? I'm gonna buzz you. Gonna hit you with one of these. Maybe a. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. This podcast, you can be negative on if you want to. I know. That's why this podcast sucks. (laughs)
Uh, well, since you ruined the future thing. Hey, can you wrap us up? It's five o'clock. Yeah, what do you got? What do you got for what do you, how do you want to close this thing out? You, you're the king of transitions. Transition us out. No, I got I got one in me. Mike's away. Close this out. You know, people. <laughs> Listeners. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Just think about your campaigns. Sometimes numbers don't tell you everything. What's going to define your successful campaigns? You better play music while I'm talking. You're doing good. Keep going. It's more about the success of your targeting than the success of your numbers. And when you can mix those two, that's when gold happens. Numbers and defined targeting. <laughs> I usually interrupt my train of thought. That's it. What you got? What? I wouldn't listen to you. I was looking up a music song I was going to play. You weren't listening. Okay. I got nothing, man. I'm podcast out today. I'm exhausted. I'm about, We're going to be out of town this weekend, which is going to be dope. And uh, I can't say it enough. I think you should um, keep listening to this podcast for sure. I think you should definitely go back and listen to Tyler's podcast. We would really appreciate if you would subscribe to this podcast, but we'd also appreciate if you'd subscribe to... The good, go hit it up. I think it's a, I think it's a beneficial thing. Just thirty minutes a week, forty-five minutes a week, and uh, it'll help change your mindset. So with that, I've been scribbling words on a cocktail napkin, scratching a lucky strike ad, Mad Men. My rapping is sorta old-fashioned, window shopping, hip-hop and mannequin. Roger to his Don Draper, we make songs, elevator music. Rock to the PM dawn, copping a new John, mocking your crew song. I'm dope in the pocket, plus hot with a suit on. We mad men.